Oh, you're in. Oh, I'm you're in Bubble Lane in uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Reporting live from Bubble. What? Bubble Lane. <laughs> bubble Lane. GG Mario, dude. Come on. Play. I'm reporting to you live from Bubble Lane. This is breaking news. <laughs> um, we're here in Bubble Lane, where Mario's hat has cracked it. <laughs> a chasm into the earth that is now spewing sulfurous Hot gas. Sulfurous smells gas. like a fart. That sounds about right. About it. Um, we're <laughs> gonna legit. we're gonna have some eyewitness accounts in a moment. If you just stay here after this commercial break. This episode eighty four. <laughs> Yay! Uh, of yeah, Pixel Raiders Land Party Podcast. This is the reunion. Uh, yeah, Danny edition. and Antonio decided to grace us with their presence. There you go. Da, da, da. Da, da. We're in love. We are in love. Very much in love. That's why we weren't here. Thanks for yeah. penciling us into your busy schedule. That sounds good. You're welcome. <laughs> well, we're actually with each other right now while we're casting. Oh my god, we like totally are. <laughs> they're not. No. Yeah, they're definitely not. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> in our hearts. So, welcome back to the cast. Why don't we have one of you two nerds start this week, since uh, we don't know what you've been playing for the last two weeks. So, um, I've been playing the unpacking game. For the oh yeah, part. that's right. You move. Oh, yes. un- unpack it, Sam. That sounds like fun. Unpack man. Unpack man. It's pretty good. Have you been playing anything while you've been unpacking to keep yourself sane? Um, unfortunately, sir, not really. Um, I played a little bit of Diablo, uh, which is dangerous because that just means I'm going to play that game for like the next month and then forget about it again, like a used sock, (laughs) come back to it it once it feels clean again. Uh, PC. Gotcha. Um... Yeah, I mean, that's, like, really it. A couple, like, mobile games, but, like, nothing new. Like, all older stuff. I bought Knights of the Old Republic today uh, for the phone, because I fucking love that game before. How does that control on phones? I haven't actually tried it yet, so I'll have to wait. Uh, Until we're done with the cast, really, to, to play. Um... But like, really, is this Kotor like, on iOS or what? Yeah, Nice Old Republic iOS. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, and is it good? Like, you're enjoying it? I haven't played it yet. Oh, I mean, I like Nice <laughs> the Old Republic. I played it. Kotor way back is when, and I Kotor really is pretty ball. It. It's not Kotor Coot too. This is Kotor no. One. Oh, OG, yeah. OG um, Gangster Edition. Exactly. Okay. Um, I I like played wolfenstein for like a hot second but like honestly like i have not had time to play anything you've been playing on your 3ds or your switch at all no mostly just chilling and unpacking mostly just chilling unpacking yeah and like like honestly this is the least amount of games i've played in like the, the past two weeks like considering my entire life basically that would be yeah that makes sense so it Seems feels like really it, weird. Like a withdrawal period. Yeah. Yeah. What are you that. what are you going to do the minute you have a lot of time for games? Oof. Um Destiny The Monster 2. Hunter Worlds demo. 
Oh, you didn't get to play that yet. Uh, no, that's that's I, over. You've got till the 29th, I think. Oh, I thought it was over now. Or maybe no, I not. think it's still going. Mm. But cool, nice. Yeah. Well, that's exciting, and you've got a whole bunch of time now to catch up on. So you know, step it up. <laughs> I will. <laughs> that's your homework. Yeah. Yo, I'll go next. Uh, yeah. So, you guys. Put me on blast last episode that I don't that I don't finish any of the open world games I start, which is true. Um, especially this year, the problem the problem with this year is there's been so many amazing open world games, uh, mainly Zelda. That it's Horizon. It's been, it's been hard. Well, I finished Horizon. That's what I was gonna say. You did. You beat it. I beat it. it. I did. Did you beat it because you heard us call you out? No, I beat it because I just, it's, <laughs> yes. I, it's, it's been driving me nuts that I wanted to to beat it. Uh-huh. And I, I had to beat it at least within the first year, you know. And uh, I was well over halfway there anyway. Um, so I, honestly, I put it in story mode and I just plowed through. Um, it's got a really, really good story. Really interesting. I don't want to go into any real detail because it's one of those stories that you just have to go in blind. Yeah. Um, but it goes in some predictable places um, once you kind of know what's going on. Um, but to see why these, to find out why these machines are here and why they kind of look the way they do and stuff is uh, really interesting. Mm. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely my favorite story out of any game I played this year. Because as much as I love Zelda, Breath of the Wild, um, I'm sorry, but I just didn't think the story was strong it was just kind of there and i don't love i don't love breath of the wild for its story Uh, if if breath of the wild was not a grand adventure game and it was a story-based game it would be much lower for me i agree um but what to me what makes breath of the wild so amazing even still because i've been picking it up and playing it again um after the expansion is just the absolute wonder and and having no idea what's going on and experimenting with all these physics systems they put in the game and um, just the grand scale and I guess kind of the fact too where a lot of these other games you know you there's a lot of interaction with NPCs and you have you know um, sidekicks and people helping you and stuff whereas this you're pretty much on your own um, so yeah I mean that's that's for me that's why I love Zelda anyway Right. Uh, Breath of the Wild. So yeah, I played that. I am <clears throat> on the th- how, how many new shrines are there? Four of those uh, uh, in the DLC. Way yeah, there's way more than four. Okay, the, well, the I'm talking about the one hit death ones. Oh, because um, I'm in. I'm on. I'm on those oh, right yeah, now. Four one hit death shrines. Okay, I'm on the third one. I think I did the hardest Maybe one. Three. I think I did the hardest one first. Uh, and now I'm on like this third one, mm-hmm. which I just have more enemies to take out. Uh, yeah, but yeah, really enjoying that. Um, it's just that game is just so goddamn rewarding, you know. Um, so playing some of that, I picked up Fez Pocket Edition. Um, so for those of you who don't know, it's Fez for iOS. It's on uh, iPhone, iPad. It's How five much bucks. Was that? Do you remember? Five bucks. Oh, four ninety nine. Um, it's. It's great because I, I love Fez. I really love Fez. But um, I tweeted Blitworks and um, Polytron, and I was like, hey, 
you know, the game's amazing. Um, it just kind of feels like a bit of a lazy port, only only because <laughs> the on an iPad it's letterboxed because the game renders sixteen by nine since it was right. made for you know home consoles. So they didn't bother to try and address that in any way on iPad. They just kind of threw up letterboxes, and that was it. Um, and on like anything bigger than I would say like an iPhone six, it's gonna have bars on the sides. It's just kind of I don't know. It just seems kind of annoying to me when most iOS games games properly take advantage of screen sizes. Um, right. And the only other feedback I have was that, you know, it has on-screen controls, which is fine. But I kind of wish that I could adjust the opacity because I don't even really need to see them. I know where jump is and I know my directions. And they're just kind of there and they take up a lot of screen real estate. And Fez already is kind of robbed of of, of its kind of beautiful aesthetics on a screen that small. And having this user interface kind of overlapping on top of it just Do you think takes that it away would be from a it. more enjoyable experience on an iPad? It might be. Uh, that, that's a fair point. I actually, honestly, I didn't try it on my iPad because uh, my iPad just kind of stays home. I'm sure it would be, even with the letterboxing. Yeah. Um, at least that way you could see the art more. I mean, that game deserves to be seen on a big TV, in it's, my opinion. It's not on that Apple was... TV, right? No. It's only I, iPhone and iPad. Are the... Are... Apple TV apps, they're, those are dedicated apps, right? They are not like no, there's, iOS. There's Universal. They're iOS. Yeah. Some of them, yeah. They, that they would be, be really great for Apple TV. It would be, um, with the exception of, but no, I think Apple lifted that a short, like a couple months after, because there was that restriction where every game had to use, had to support the Siri remote for controls, which was stupid. But I think they lifted that like six months later. Uh, but yeah, that would make a great uh, Apple TV game for the five people who probably play games on their Apple TV. Um, no, but really, uh, you like, know, Crossy Road was like a huge hit when Apple TV games came out. Yeah, I remember playing that for days, and then I haven't touched it ever again. Yeah, it, you yeah. guys, you guys all have the new Apple TV, right? Yeah, I don't have the 4K, but I have the one that uh, I just new. have the I just have the regular one, not 4K. Gotcha. Yeah. The regular uh, new. The regular new. I like it. The one that has um, Siri support that I don't use. So yeah, Beat Horizon, uh, played Fez. If you haven't played Fez, I mean, it's five bucks. Honestly, you could probably find it. I'm sure, I know it's been on like um, Humble Humble Bundles. Uh, you could probably pick it up on Steam relatively cheap. Um, it's on pretty much everything, including Vita. Um, it's where on Vita? I, yeah, I think, it, I, think I, I actually like it on Vita better because of the <laughs> controls. It's, it is 10 bucks on Steam, but... I am dying for it to come to Switch. That would have made me so happy, but I digress. Uh, what else have I been playing, you ask? <laughs> I, I also played The Last Guardian VR demo. Here's what's interesting about The Last Guardian VR demo. The Last Guardian, Trico, super cute, adorable, love him. Trico in VR, super cute, but terrifying at times. Fucking terrifying. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, yeah. He just like gets all in my face, and I'm like, part of you is kind of cute, and then you move a certain way, and I'm like but you're also towering over me. You're kind of terrifying. Um, So what I think is interesting about the last guardian VR demo is it's title, the last guardian VR demo, right? Because it's not titled the last guardian VR experience, meaning that it's clearly a one-off thing. Right. Uh, So I'm wondering if they're going to be like, Hey, here's a full fledged 
like maybe a $30 spin-off of The Last Guardian or I <laughs> I I will say I think Sony is would honestly be like, "Hey, here's The Last Guardian in VR." Um there's no free movement. It's all kind of teleporting. Um but it really gives you a cool sense of scale. Um, especially because eventually you get to climb on Chuko's back and, and uh, you know, he'll jump and you'll jump and fall and he'll catch you. Like all those kind of moments in the game that are just kind of like, oh, well, you know, this happens in any game. Oh, I fell off a cliff. Well, in VR, it's a lot different. Right. Um, so like other than like. It's like 15 minutes to half hour. There's just mini puzzles like you so feed, is, you can feed it, him is barrels. Is it just like a like a Gigapet with Gobot Falcor? I don't know. No, understand. it's it's kind, of, it's kind of like a proof of concept. So like you start out and he's towering above you on the rafters of this temple and you call him down and he jumps down and you know, he comes over to you and you pet him and then he uh you can throw some of the barrels at him and he'll catch him and eat him. And then there's some very basic like very basic. Like you pull one lever, like super basic, uh, trans- uh, transversal. I can't even think of the word right now. I know I said that wrong. Um, so yeah, super basic stuff there. Um, it- it's more of a proof of concept than anything. But mm-hmm. what's there, I like. And if you give me free movement, which I'm sure if it was a full-fledged game, they would because most games do now, um, I would totally play that in vr um seeing trico especially outside with the sunlight hitting him and watching all of his seeing how it you know all of his feathers render and stuff uh in the breeze um it was impressive to me on the the first game but in vr he just feels that much more alive and you know i kind of stopped playing the game because the first one because like Trico is kind of a pain in the ass to get him to do what you want, but that was kind of the point, you know? He's supposed to kind of be disobedient to a point. But it is, it is not the full... Oh, no, 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 no. So, here's my question. How if... long do you let Sony get away with constantly releasing just these VR tech demo proof-of-concept things as VR experiences well, before so... they have to start making something that's actually a game? Because that's... Like, that's exactly what's turning me off with PSVR right now is 90% of it is just, oh my gosh, that looks neat in VR. Like, I I want more than that looks neat in VR. I want games in VR. I I want more Resident Evil 7 experiences. Yeah, like I said, I think this is just kind of a teaser of what they're working on. And because it has the name demo, I really feel like next year they're going to be like, boom, here it is. Maybe even Mm. available now for all I know. You know, I I don't know. And it was Um, free? Yeah, it's free. Um, I mean, yeah, if it wasn't for third parties and some indie stuff on PSVR, there's not a whole lot first party stuff that, I mean, uh, what do we have first party for them? Really? You had rigs, which you could, you could get for free, uh, at a certain time. Rigs right. was cool, but it didn't really, it didn't really take off because it was kind of like more sports like they, they have this hardware that they're trying to push well, on everybody so, that they don't really seem to care about doing anything with. Well, hold on. So, in on to, to your point, on the demo disc, they had the London Heist. Not the demo disc, I'm sorry. Uh, PlayStation VR Worlds. Their London studio did uh, the Heist game. I just said the name of it. Oh, London Heist or whatever. Right. Um, and it was one of the strongest things on there. And it was what kind of sold me on the headset. It was really cool. But it was super limited. 
like as far as movement and stuff like that. Um, and I think it was E3 this past year, they announced that they're taking that idea and they're making a fully-fledged mobster game. Um, obviously, I didn't get to play it because I wasn't at E3, but a lot of people from what I read who've played it said it is the most visually impressive. Um, narratively, it seems pretty good and gameplay-wise. So they're starting to get there. Um, I just think for them it was... It, it's... I think, I think it was the fact that they had to... I think year one and maybe even part of year two is just going to be getting people on board of this is what VR is and can do. Mm. And, and, and this is how it kind of changes things versus we're going to throw all kinds of money into this. Because the last thing I'm sure Sony wants to have is a, a virtual boy, you know, scenario. They don't, they don't want to have another Vita situation where they throw right. their whole heart into it. Because that, yeah. that was the whole selling point of Vita was it can play it can play your console titles. Nobody gave a shit. Yep. Right. Nobody cared. It became this great little indie machine, but now that has that mantle uh, has been passed to the Switch. Um, I think, like I said, I mean, we always knew this was going to be a slow burn. I said that. I think it's going to be next year or the year after um, that we're going to get more stuff from them. But anyway, I don't want to go on a long tangent. Uh, that game, that demo, pretty cool. I also played Doom. I picked up Doom VFR. I still hate the name. It's Doom VFR. You got that? Doom Virtual Fucking Reality. Everybody yeah. that I've seen play that has hated it. So Tell here's the me thing that you didn't. Hate I it. didn't hate it. I didn't get sick. Um, I, I I don't know what it is. I've only had one thing get me sick in VR, and that was some stupid Disney promo 360 video for a roller coaster. And I didn't. I get can imagine sick. that making. I didn't. Bars, I didn't so. get sick. But I was like, whoa, this is weird. I think it's because I was on a roller coaster and it was this weird – you know how 360 video looks kind of distorted fisheye-like? Yeah. yeah. So it was like that kind of camera on a roller coaster and it just – it was there was nothing right about it. It's not like it was like true VR where I could move my head. It was, it was super bizarre. Um, mm. Anyway, so it has moments where it feels heart-pounding and terrifying – in between moments of walking down a hallway and kind of like getting, you know, like slower paced um, puzzle type stuff. Uh, I like it. I, I am able to play with the, the free roaming um, and you move fast in that game. Like I move as fast in that game as you can move in the original Doom. Now you could slow the speed down, but the default speed is fast. Like whip around. Yeah. Like I mean, super it's fast. Doom. It no, needs I know. To go quick. I know that, but I think that's why a lot of people are getting sick too, because uh, some people so just you, some people can't handle it. So did you turn it down for your experience? Nope, I kept it up because oh. I, 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 I that stuff doesn't bother me. You're I'm, for, I'm fortunate. <laughs> um, I am hardcore. <laughs> One thing that's cool though is I like mm. that uh, you can teleport. So you like shoot a zombie, uh, a zombie, God, um, a demon, and mm. he'll start kind of glowing. And then you can teleport into him, which kind of makes him explode, almost like the you know gory finishing moves in the uh, console, like original version. Right. Um, I like it. It's definitely more arcade than like like more House of the Dead kind of little, little slower paced um, than you know the original Doom, which is to be expected. Uh, but for Doom in VR, I think it's pretty cool. Um, now I only played like the, I beat the first level and I'm on the second. Um, 
but it very much follows a formula of, hey, you're in a corridor. Oh, you're getting attacked by two sides. You know, you move um, on and go through another is, corridor. It is literally a port of the of Doom, right? I mean, am I no. wrong in that? Yes. It's not the original Doom. It is kind of a spinoff. So in this version of Doom, you it's actually... It's VR shooting gallery. Yeah, kind uh, of. Well, kind of. And you die. My sentiments too, Will. Yeah. You should, I mean, before you knock it off, you should at least try it before you uh, run it off. Is it free? No, it's not free. Is it on Xbox? Yeah, it's on fucking Xbox. Well, we'll come that has, to that. It has no VR. <laughs> Xbox couldn't even get that if they wanted it at this point. God. Mm. Um, no, it's 30 Never bucks. Ever. If it was 60, I would have been like, hell no. But yeah. it was 30 bucks. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. Just because it's one of the bigger substantial kind of media releases so i was like yeah you know i'm i'm interested i want to try that's, it so i that's did fair that's fair eventually i want to get it on a switch too speaking of switch one more game and i'm done i am i am will this episode deal uh, with it i wonder if that's something I that plays every episode shut up will <laughs> no because i'll never hear you said you miss yeah, me you're, i'm you're here Sounds like you got some daddy issues. Go ahead and finish your thing. Oh my god! I played ukulele on Switch. Thoughts? I do actually. I do actually want to know about that. What? Um, what do you think? It is fabulous. I've I mean, heard it's you can even called the definitive edition. Hands down. I mean, I've watched comparison videos with PS4 and Xbox One, and like the love and attention they put in this game is is pretty pretty impressive it kind of raises the bar so like they didn't do like most other developers have done and dial down the resolution or you know wash out the detail like a lot of their fo- uh, foliage they noticed is very detailed like you in the pc fo- and, and foliage shut up the plant life is very detailed <laughs> in the other releases foliage. yep are you done yep no. dick <laughs> So, so what they did was they actually replaced all of it um, with brand new assets for the Switch alone, um, which helped and gave a big boost in performance without having to strip the detail of most other things. Um, now, there's like if you you can go and, and look at Digital Foundry's video, like they dive into detail because that's what they do and they do it really well. Um, but they were super super impressed. They think it's one of the it's one of the best ports to ever come on the system. Um, especially being a Unity title, because um, a lot of Unity games don't run that well, um, and the ones that do have huge compromises. Um, but it's funny to play ukulele in handheld mode after playing and spending time with Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which is kind of a hot mess in handheld mode visually. Like it's 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 still a beautiful game, but it's like a beautiful. <laughs> super low res game in handheld because it hmm. dips below 480p well okay but you've played so you, okay not to get you i played ukulele on pc if that's what you're gonna ask yes which you is better you can't compare them i mean obviously pc is gonna be the best out of all in of terms them. of graphics in, in terms of like i want to play on it no in terms of in terms of i want to play on it it's easily the switch because i can take it with me anyway it feels it feels right on a nintendo console it doesn't feel right to me on my computer it doesn't feel right to me on a ps4 it feels right to me on a nintendo because it takes me back to 
uh, not ukulele, Jesus Christ, to those glory rare days on the N64. Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it just feels right there. Um, it runs at 60 frames a second on the PC, but that's the only place it runs at 60 frames a second. It runs 30 everywhere else. Mm. And if for the small, small, small hits to visual quality you get, even from PS4 or an Xbox One, hands down, if you have a Switch, I would get it there. And does it maintain a steady 30? Yeah, yes. Um, there, If you go from one end of the map to the other, you'll drop maybe, like, I would say maybe 25, but it's for, like, a couple seconds, and then it goes right back. You, It's not you would, jarring. You wouldn't even notice. It is definitely not like... Um, Whatever that other game was that I completed. Yeah, rhyme yeah. was rhyme was horrific um no you'll be fine i mean i even in like big battles with a bunch of enemies and stuff i've had no problems handheld and portable uh and jesus handheld and doctor looks gorgeous in both mm-hmm. um definitely definitive edition definitely way to play so cool. i'm done that's what i've been playing <laughs> Your that's turn, the cast Tristan. everybody <laughs> We'll see you next week. Turn back. Uh, turn in for part two. Because how about? Well, yeah, I was gonna say you you did have to compress like two or three weeks worth of content into that, so that makes sense. Actually, uh, no, that was all this week. True, it was a good week. Shit. Trist, would you like to go next? Yeah. So, uh, as you know, I got super excited on cast last week about them revealing that the Breath of the Wild DLC was coming out that night. I so, do. That was cute to listen to. I patiently waited. For it to come out, it was and like midnight, I think. Yeah, so it drops. came out, and then I was tired and went to bed. <laughs> That's what so. I did too. I, <laughs> I downloaded up, it, and I was like, "Nope." Yeah, I <laughs> ended up waiting until the next day after work to start it, and I played it basically all Friday night and Saturday morning, um, and just beat it. And it was really worth it. Uh, I was a little skeptical at, you know, it seemed like. They were adding all this stuff for a payoff that I thought was going to be really stupid, which kind of kind of is. But I'll be damned if riding a motorcycle around Hyrule is not fun as hell. So yeah, uh, yeah it's it's uh, it adds uh, it adds a, a nice little chunk of story to it. You get a kind of deeper sense of what the the importance of the of the champions. Yeah, I enjoyed that. The fact that they elaborated on those a yeah. lot. Um, and that was nice to see. It has the most darn tootinous Disney moment ever at the very end, which I loved so much. I won't spoil it, but oh man, it was just the sweetest little thing. Nice. Um, so if you have a Switch, definitely play that. Um, I, I finally got around to starting... Horizon Zero Dawn yesterday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That game's pretty. It's so beautiful. It's very. I think that it might be. I've heard people saying like, "Oh, Assassin's Creed Origins is the most photorealistic, pretty game." Unlike, I think that Horizon Zero Dawn might be the best looking console game I've ever seen. It's the best. It's honestly the best looking one I've seen so far. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it yeah. just it's, it looks it is gorgeous down there, beautiful, and I love so far at least. I love the characters. Um, I think. Oh, Aloy's great. I think Aloy is fabulous, strong female lead. Oh yeah. Well, just um, wait. Just wait. I'm excited. I hope 
that it's not as much about crafting as it seems to be implying at the very early stuff because I don't know if I'm about another so, crafting game right can, now. I just want to butt in. The only thing I crafted throughout the game, honestly, is was uh, arrows. That was it. Really? Okay. Well, I, didn't, I, didn't, better. I didn't craft it. Like, I, you don't have to craft armor. You can buy all that. Yeah. Um, you don't need potions because you can just keep getting uh, mm-hmm. like med- med- uh, medical like plants. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I ever crafted was arrows. That was it. Yeah. So I've been playing that, and that is uh, a reason that I had to boot up my PS4 for the first time in what seems like months. Uh, PS4 is effing loud when it starts spinning up, dude. Holy crap. Like, I had to actually turn my television up so that the volume was, like, a comfortable level. Yeah, that game that game and Doom really push it. It was nuts. Yeah, um, and Uncharted 4 at times. Yeah. Um, other than that, man, I've been playing a bunch of Floor Kids. Oh yeah, the Dance me, Dance Revolution game. Tell me about Dude, it. what you think? That game is so charming. Does it make you smile playing it as much as it did watching it? Every time. That's awesome. Every time. It's it's just so chill and laid back and it doesn't even feel like you're playing a game when you're playing it. It just feels like you're just having fun. Uh and the, the the soundtrack is amazing, uh, and the video or the visual style is fabulous. But like, just as a rhythm game, it's it's super refreshing take on it. Mm. Um, and I'm digging it for 15 bucks. It's it's fabulous. Solid. And yeah, and then I picked up another game today called Never Stop Sneaking for Switch. What what is Never Stop Sneaking about? Never Stop Sneaking <laughs> is <laughs> I know what game you're talking about. Satirical take on kind of metal gear solid lore it's so good uh <laughs> Watch the the whole, trailer. so the whole game is yeah the whole game is like an overhead stealth game so you are sneaking around oh, already launched kind this. of maze like levels and is this on only switch it's right now it's only switch um it's so you're sneaking around these maze like levels and you have you know you have to sneak up behind baddies and and you take them out um and you have to kind of dodge cameras that are moving and turrets that are kind of going around. Um, the interesting thing about it is you play the entire game with one joystick. There's no buttons involved. What? Yeah, you, you're literally just moving when you make contact with a person from behind. And this is like the most impressive thing about the game is the way they like handled this logic engine for it. Uh-huh. When you when you make contact with a guy from behind, you just you slide you slide uh, slash him down and they die, oh. um, and it feels really good. But the interesting thing is if so you when you're when you're going through the level, you like hack these computers that will give you resources like bullets and uh, flashbangs and smoke grenades. Mm. If you get detected by uh, uh, like say you're, say a soldier walks by you and and the, you get in their cone of vision, mm-hmm. assuming you have a bullet or two bullets, or three bullets, you will just automatically shoot them. So I walk into a guy, I have a bullet, it shoots him right in the face, and I just keep going. Uh, if I have oh. an, if I have an EMP grenade and I walk in front of a camera, it will drop that and, and knock it out. Uh, and it's interesting to see how it does this with, like, as you get further in the game and there's more and more groups of enemies, how it handles that. Because, um, yeah. like, you'll, you'll, like, just straight up come across, like, 
you know, a guy to ahead of you and a guy to your left and a guy to your right. If one of them is alerted, all three of them are alerted. But if you have three bullets, you'll just do this really super satisfying shoot up left and right all at the same time and kill them all kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's just it feels really cool when you execute that stuff. Um, It doesn't feel like you're failing because you were detected. It feels like you are making some kind of action movement. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, I, I remember. It's, I remember the trailer looked super interesting. It's and it's all so it's all like very clearly inspired by Metal Gear Solid One. To yeah, the I was point just where, I just watched the trailer while. You're yeah, so about all of the character models look very PlayStation One ish, uh, yeah. and it's it's a super like nonsensical, over the top storyline. Uh, like the the main villain's plot is. He used to be the president, but he got fired from being the president. So he <laughs> built a time machine and kidnapped all past and future presidents and will only release them if he's allowed to be president again. What? Yeah. <laughs> and the first boss I mean, in the game. That sounds pretty good. The first boss in the game is an attack helicopter. Yeah. And his name is Vice President Helicopter. Vice President Helicopter. Wow. Yeah. I love it. Yes. Um, it's tough because there are like it is so simple. There are times where I have to remind myself that it's not a sixty dollar game, because uh, like there there are these moments where I'm just like, man, I wish it could do this. I wish it could do this. I wish it was a more of a full fledged full button game. But it's but just then not. I have to like remind myself, oh wait, this was a fifteen dollar very clear action puzzle game. It's not meant to be Metal Gear Solid, um, right? But if the developers the developers made um, Dust and Elysian Tale. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good. It, little, it, that's a good yeah. game. If they wanted to make a, you know, like further this universe and make a more full fledged game, I would totally be into that because this, the systems that they have in this game are are super simple and super cool. Um, there are some things that I don't like about it, like they have this kind of base building thing where like you're playing the levels to get resources to build a base, but it, the base doesn't actually do anything. It's just kind um, of like it's cosmetic. just kind of like a placeholder for progressing and progressing in the story, and it would be nice if it actually did something. But that's one of those things where I'm like, okay, it's a fifteen dollar game, um, and you can also play the whole thing with the touchscreen. So I, I kind of expect that this game will be a phone game at some point, based on some of like the cosmetic stuff, um, and just kind of the way it's designed. But for now, it's only Switch and it's fifteen bucks, and I'm having a super fun time with it. Nice. So you should you should think about that. It's a cool game. Um, that sounds like fun. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I think that's I think that's all I've been playing. Oh, I popped into Overwatch today to check out the winter thing. Yeah, dude, oh, yeah. I want to check that out so bad. Uh, they give you a winter loot box for free, and my winter loot box did not contain any of the winter loot boxy stuff, and I got really mad. <laughs> but I did try the new May version maybe uh, so it's like it's this yeti hunt thing where yeah. it's like five maize on one yeti and you have yes. to hunt him down and it's like all of the maize have like a pool of lives five may um, one yeti yeah so the yeah, crazy <laughs> craziest sequel to two girls with one cup <laughs> uh, i was just gonna lightly touch on it but i like that you went there fully that was nice yes so the maize have a pool of lives i think it's three or four mm-hmm. and so if the yeti kills them all and all the lives are gone, he wins, and they have to hunt him down. Uh, and what's cool about it is like... Oh, pool of lives. That's kind of yeah, nice. Yeah. And so share. what they're doing is they're actually hunting him. Like, he can 
you know, because he's the he's uh, Winston, so he has yeah. that that shift move where he jumps super far, so he can just kind of flip flop all around the level and like avoid them. And what he's doing is he's looking for these stakes, and if he collects four of them, he goes into ultra beast mode. Dude, and he can it sounds just totally wreck them. It sounds like they took a lot from they took what evolve. Was that game? They yeah, took evolve and made it actually cool to play. That's in, awesome. in one mini game. Yeah, I was gonna say made uh, it something people would pay to play. Yeah, it's way better than last year's maze, the snowball fight, which is in this uh, winter event mm-hmm. as well. But it's but one I'm, of those things like Doctor Junkenstein thing where I'm like, I wish yeah, this okay. was here all the time because it's yeah. it's actually fun to play. Um, the May Yeti fight, yeah. Yeti hunt, yeah. So I dug that. If um, it's really if it's really ultra popular, they'll keep it. I mean, that's the same thing with like random heroes. That's why eh, it's stuck. No, nah, I don't think so. Because like with nah, the, that's, what, that's what makes those events special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, with agreed. with the like Rocket League Summer Olympics thing, you know, like everybody loved that, and they don't keep it. So yeah, they they know what fair. they're doing. Yeah. All right, make people. I mean, it, it it keeps me in it. I'll put yeah, it that exactly. way. Gives me a reason to pop back in. Yeah, uh, that's definitely all I've been playing. Cool. Very switch centric week. Give you the compressed edition so we can do news this episode, um, <laughs> which is uh, I've been playing Super Mario Odyssey. That game is still fantastic. I What's love it. Count? Uh, probably hovering around eight hundred. I'm oh I'm pretty God. You're nuts. I'm pretty close to I'm at full four, game. Four thirty something. No, nah, dude. I've I have cleared every world that I've come across. I'm about three fourths of every world being cleared. I have purchased none except for the minimum moon count you need to purchase, which is one from every level to get the achievement. Uh, and now I'm just achievement hunting. The achievement. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I have a problem, but it's great. I also went into Breath of the Wild, and I've been playing the new DLC. It is awesome. I know we spoke about that. Mm-hmm. I won't do it too much more, but um, I'm almost done. I'm facing Varudania. Finally, uh, which is the lizard, the last of the titans. Um, oh, I and didn't know there was another titan. <clears throat> there, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to do oh, in okay. it. So check yeah, it out. Well, do it. Check it out. Uh, and it's also possible that uh, there's more that I haven't completed in the main game. So we don't know. Okay, you haven't like beat beating in the main game. Like beating the main game. So I'm about to go in and beat. Uh, Ganon, I think once I'm finished with the full DLC quest, this dude is this dude is 800 moons deep in Mario Odyssey. Mario is my jam, dude. Zelda. Legend of Zelda is good, but Mario is my jam. Mario, I grew up on. Mario, I could play forever. Legend I, of Zelda, I, I play I agree, because it's there. But man, you like you into I, it way more than I thought you. Would I be. take Mario seriously the way Tris takes Breath of the Wild seriously. I respect that. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, also, Elite knows what he wants. I know what I want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Elite Dangerous. I've been playing. I got a two seater, and right before the cast, Tris and I were zapping around in two person Elite Dangerous. Couldn't Holy figure shit. out how to do anything, but it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> nice. Um, what I'll, I'm gonna have to get some better guns, and I'll put you in the turret, and we'll go blow some people up. It'll yeah. be great. The insurance on my ship is only five thousand dollars, so it's fine. That's good. Um, <laughs> so I, we can get destroyed, no problem. Uh, I also just acquired Hello Neighbor because there was a coupon, uh, and I got it. I know, but I got it because it's way different than it was supposed to be. It's yes, but I've been following it. It's progression, and I still want to support it because I have 
seen a lot of where it came from and i kind of feel like the developer still has a lot that he wants to get done mm-hmm. um and i feel like if you're going to throw me a coupon because i've been sort of following and backing you for a while like i'll buy it so sure so i bought it at a discount so what was the final cost uh i think it was like 10 bucks off um oh, for 20 bucks out 20 bucks yeah exactly yeah oh, yeah. yeah i mean it, it was worth it so uh, I've checked that out. I, I've played it a little bit, but um, went right into Elite, so I'll have to play that a little bit more. Uh, I guess that is it. Mostly Breath of the Wild and Super Mario. They're super good. Um, I really want to play Overwatch, the Winter Wonderlands event, so I'm definitely going to do that probably right after the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know that we're going to have time to get into this this episode, but just something to talk about with the listeners and you guys uh debating getting a ps4 is still on the table do it and uh, i had and this, as i said i had this huge problem i don't know what my problem is but like mm-hmm. i spent probably a solid two hours after i was done with Veri- horizon mm-hmm. just kind of going through the playstation store and being like yeah i don't want to play that i don't want to play that i don't want to play that i don't want to is- play that I've been thinking about this for a few days. And it was we don't, very again, frustrating. We it don't was have like, to get... It was nothing against PlayStation or anything. Yeah. It's just like all the stuff like I either probably have on PC or Xbox already or it's like, I, I'm just not into it. I think that's sort of the problem I've been having, which is... And I, I want a PlayStation mostly so I can play PSVR, but it occurred to me, and I was watching you guys list out all the games that Tristan should play on PlayStation 4 the other day. And I think only two out of your entire like twenty game list actually made me think. Yeah, I mean that could be good, right? Hmm. And I think that's bad. I think the only thing that I really wanted to play out of that list was Uncharted. But you should definitely consider it for Ratchet and Clank because that game is it's and so Horizon fabulous. And, well, yeah, Horizon and and Uncharted were the two that I really actually like sort of wanted to play and and Battlefront two because I have a problem. And Spider-Man. And Spider-Man. Spider-Man is the one game that actually is making me think about this. Yeah. Spider-Man, I want. I want Spider-Man. Like, that's a better reason than what I bought a PS4 for. Like, I, I legit bought a PS4 but is because it worth of getting No a Man's Sky. For one game. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. No. And it was like... The summer before it came out, I got oh, the Batman shit. Arkham. I'm my wife sorry. got me the Batman Arkham. Uh, On the other hand, edition. those trailers looked really good. And that was back when the game was supposed to be cool. I was like, whenever oh, this game's going to be life changing. Dude, yeah, whenever I, I get. Too. Whenever I get close to pre-ordering something, I always watch that new video that is uh, the No Man's Sky like promise video, and then it cuts really hard to a like a horrible, doofy-looking monster and some oh, guy the Jurassic playing, Park song on the playing. Kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing on a kazoo. It sounds so bad. Oh my god, yeah. It's really good. Every time I'm about to pre-order, I'm like, let's watch this video, and I don't pre-order it. It's great. Nice. It's like a perfect inoculation. Anyway, uh, we can talk about this more a little later, but um, I'm debating the PS4. Spodermone is probably worth it, but I don't know that I need to keep my Xbox, so it's possible. I think Danny should be the inheritance. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we can talk about that next week. Let's roll through news since we're like 50 minutes deep. 
in this recap. Um, uh, Tony, I might uh, hand it over to you. Take it away. All right. So, in News. the world of... Thank you. Thank you. So, in the world of PlayStation, during the last PlayStation experience, uh, PlayStation chief Sean Ladin revealed that they hoped to finally enable users to change their PSN names by this time next year, uh, which that feature is currently being worked on, something that everyone bitches about, except for me, because I have the handle Tone Zone, because I got my system relatively early. (laughs) And then it was stolen and sold for drug money by my piece of shit roommate. Fuck you, Kevin. Fuck you, Kevin. Yeah, you hear that, Kevin? Yeah, yeah Kevin. Yeah. Weirdly real. Uh, <laughs> he, he also, Some guy on the train's also, like, what the hell, man? He also super glued my flip phone shut. That's hilarious. I love Kevin. Well, I poured all of the garbage <laughs> underneath his blanket comforter. That was mean, and he didn't Why? deserve that. Because he was yeah, a piece of Because Kevin's a piece of shit. All right, well, moving on. Those who own like... wipe, those who own Wipeout Omega <laughs> Collection for PS4 will be able to play it for free in PSVR with the upcoming update. Players can race in every track, race across every game mode, both online and offline. Hashtag justice for Kevin. <laughs> can we get those on t-shirts no he's a piece of shit <laughs> medieval the hack and slash action adventure game from the original playstation is coming to ps4 fully remastered nice hey tristan what's up bro rick and morty virtual rickality is coming to psvr in 2018 oh is it along with the sequel to job simulator titled naturally job simulator 2 vacation simulator oh really yeah that's, <laughs> i was cracking up yeah i would totally I'm, I'm stoked for that um and then there was the last guardian vr demo which i talked about you guys should try because it's free stardew valley is coming to ps vita for the two people who still have one yeah myself included everybody who has a vita like their battery just probably doesn't even work anymore probably shits all over itself like yeah. a baby uh, the Vita will be crossed by with PS4, meaning it won't require a second purchase. So that's cool if you bought it on PS4. Um, the bad news is it won't include the multiplayer update. But hey, that's okay because the multiplayer update was also pushed back. Um, the beta has been pushed back to Q1 2018 hmm. for all platforms. Nintendo news. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp has hit 25 million downloads and raked in 17 million for Nintendo. Wow. Pretty good, whether you like it or not. Is that just um, US or is that worldwide? Worldwide. Cool. I pray to the Lord (laughs) that that, that that this does not affect how they develop Animal animal Crossing. Animal Crossing proper. I mean, I don't don't think it will. For a free-to-play game, 17 million is impressive, but like... If it was seventeen million on a proper, you know, full retail game, that I don't think that that's something they would be happy with. No, they wouldn't. Um, Nintendo's had an incredible year this year with the launch of the Switch and masterpiece games like The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey. So much so that they managed to surpass ten million Switch sales since it launched less than a year ago. It is selling on pace with the PS4. That's, That's awesome. it's super impressive, and uh, you know I'm I'm very happy to see that. 
Um, it's Nintendo's back. so close to destroying the Wii U's lifetime sales of 13 million in yeah, like do that. four oh, it, years. It's going to do that before will. Q1 ends. I know it's going to do that. I think it's going to do uh, before. Yeah, before next. year I mean, maybe. I think I totally expect sales are going to slow down after Christmas, and especially until the release of whatever Yoshi or Kirby, which one comes first. Oh, I keep forgetting about those. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's exciting. <laughs> you know, it's exciting if you're a little kid and you want to build the bear. Uh, what, Tony? What? Now you can build the bear. <clears throat> With Nintendo properties and Mario products. Yeah, you could are. do that before with um, Shut up, Pokemon no, you couldn't. for a no, you could. Yeah, yeah, Pokemon you could. You could. Were, but yeah. now it's Pokemon Company, not Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. now you can do it with uh, Super Mario plushies. Yeah, so. they're, they're not kidding about getting their, their IP out there for third parties to use. Yeah, uh, in addition to that, you can also buy like pre-stuffed um, uh, plushie figures with sound chips and uh, other various accessories. So they're uh, getting their IP out there, which is good. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe have each been purchased by 50% of Switch owners, meaning they all sold 5 million copies to consumers. That's a, that's a, that's a crazy attach rate. I mean, is- God, so many developers would kill to have that kind of attach rate. Yeah, it's, it's- on one game. But three, mm. I mean, granted, very, very clear evidence that, you know, oof. Switch is yet another Nintendo system. You're buying it for the Nintendo games and for the for most people. Two of those are brand new masterpieces that have like, oh, God, it's been a crazy year in 2017 for games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detective Pikachu set to release May 10th, 2019. I don't know if anyone cares. Mm. I'll play it. It's a, it's a movie. Oh, I'll no, but it. they're they're localizing um, the game in oh, at least cool. Europe is confirmed. Nice. Yeah, it'll head over here. Yeah. Uh, There's no way that they make a full motion picture film. No, in yeah, they're, they're totally going to have, have the game. Yeah, no, they're totally going to bring the game over. Yeah. Um. What else? Animal Crossing now has gardening and crafting. Uh, Bayonetta 2 has a weird pricing structure, so you can buy the physical edition, which comes with both games, for $60. Bucks, uh, or it'll cost you $50 for Bayonetta 2 on the Switch eShop, which then would let you buy Bayonetta 1 for $10. Uh, or you could buy Bayonetta 1 for $30 on the eShop, and then buy Bayonetta 2 for $30 on the eShop. <clears throat> Right. So probably not the best deal. They really are encouraging you to buy the one that they publish and funded. Yeah, which, it's which, just... that's exactly what's going on. They don't care so much about the monetary return on Bayonetta One because they didn't fund it, they didn't publish it, it wasn't on their system. Bayonetta yeah. Two was something that they are invested in heavily. That's mm-hmm. exactly why they're doing that. Yep. It's just still weird. Yeah, it is very strange. Just, to read on just, paper. just throw the game in with it if it's not worth anything to you. Just yeah. make it part of it. Don't sell them as separate SKUs. Yeah. Right. Uh, Pokemon yeah, Crystal. And I wonder. I wonder oh. how much of that is Nintendo and how much of that is Platinum as well. Probably a good deal of right. each. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Crystal will release on the eShop January twenty eighth, and we will be compatible yeah. with Pokemon Bake at launch. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad that I held off on picking that up. It'll cost nine ninety nine. Yes. And uh, and it includes the Celebi event, which was previously only 
in Japan and you had to go to like a retailer to do it. Yeah. So now everybody can get their own genuine Celebi instead of using a Game Shark. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Game Sharks were great though. Yeah. Uh-huh. A little tuft of knowledge for you youngies out there. Pokemon Crystal was the first version ever that let you play as a female trainer. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Equality! Yay! Yay! Nintendo's forward thinking! Even though you couldn't tell a difference back then because it was sure. all itty bitty. Yeah, you could. Sure. Wait, couldn't you do it in red? Hold on. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Couldn't you do it in red? You could do it in no, yellow and blue? Nope. nope. Didn't the, Wasn't the first question. Are you a boy or a girl? In Pokemon Crystal. And, and you could say girl and you would still be the boy. You really? could. It would no, say, hey, know. what's your name again? I can't remember. And then it would say, hey, what's my grandson's name again? I can't remember. Oh, I'm a yeah, shit grandpa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Alzheimer's and it's yeah. tearing us apart. Oh. I don't know. What, what, if, what if the world of Pokemon is actually just a figment of Professor oh my Oak's dementia-ridden brain? Uh, what if the entire world of Pokemon is an adventure in the kid's head, what and if, what Grandpa red... is smashing his mom while he's out on the wild. I mean, that that is absolutely unquestionably true. But what if, what if, what if Red is the main character? Hey, your mom's still single, right? Yeah. Oh, cool. Go catch every Pokemon ever. He's yeah, actually there's, just there's like, only one reason. Don't come do. home until you've got all of them. Yeah. Hey, there's these legendaries that you are got to go search in a cave for. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but what, what, were you what, saying? what if Red is the mental manifestation of Oak as a child and he's hunting Pokemon because he's losing his mentality and that's him trying to salvage it and all of the Pokemon stand for a different piece I don't know where I'm going with this. But. Yeah, it's like, how <laughs> That's about to get real dark, I'm dude. I'm super Christopher uh, Nolan over here. Holy shit. Oh, man. It's like an onion. It's got layers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have one piece of Xbox news. Yeah? Sea of Thieves is slated for release on March 20th. Hey-oh! Yay! Is that coming to PC? It's Play Anywhere. Great. So then I don't need to keep my Xbox. Play anywhere uh, except don't. for anything other than PC and Xbox. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Play on Windows. Windows. Uh, uh, cool. Industry news. So you were supposed to be able to um, pre-order the Atari box. Uh, um, and Atari uh, was like, no, sorry. We're going to come up with a better launch plan because they expected you to throw $350 down on the system without, uh, you know, any launch plans or announced games. Or games. Uh, and they got some, you know, funny, nasty press right before. And I yep. guess they were just like, oh, this is bad. I mean, that's not surprising. Is I, that? Do we expect that to sell well? Because I really no. don't. $350? You fucking kidding me? You can get a Switch. Yeah. You can get a PS4. And you, and you, you can should get, an get a Switch for that. You Cheaper. Should. You can get a PS4 Pro for Christ's sake for 350. Yeah, there's no reason to buy that Atari like, box, dude. There's honestly. zero reason. Um, because nobody's gonna make anything for it except for Atari. Yeah. And oh, we already talked about the Blizzard Winter Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Squeenix did a thing. Square Enix. Squeenix. Well, Square Enix now uh, updated Final Fantasy 15 with a big 14 gigabyte patch on PS4. 18 on Xbox One, 
that allows you to switch between all the characters during battle. Uh, and it comes with some other features and music and stuff like that. I don't know anyone who's playing that game anymore. Speaking uh, of Squeenix. Yeah. Now that um, Disney and Fox have merged, I would uh, like Kingdom Hearts to now include uh, an alien world. Like ooh, aliens. Ooh, that'd be sweet. Oh, that'd be really good. That's not going to They're going to keep that totally No, separate. it's never going to happen, but I really want it so bad. Squeenix, <laughs> please listen to my prayers. Squeenix, don't do that. That's a terrible idea. Squeenix, it's the best fucking idea I've ever had on the show, so please. That's true. That's possible. One thing. Squeenix, please change your name to Squeenix. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll take that. Squeenix, oh, hey, Inc. Uh, speaking of Squeenix, I actually played the the demo for their Switch RPG that's coming out, The Lost the Sphere. Fishing Adventure? No. Lost yeah, Sphere. Lost Sphere. It's, uh, it's on eShop right now. Yeah. Uh, you can get it for free. On Switch. Nice. On Switch. I like and it. Is it cool? It's. I mean, One it's of kind those of demos where they just drop you in, kind of expecting that you already know everything, so it's really oh. convoluted. But the battle system is really neat. Yeah, I like and the battle I, I like system. That. Yeah. Um, ben and Amco recently announced Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom is uh, delayed again. Gonna be late? Not too late. Uh, it went. It was delayed from January nineteenth. Now it's March twenty third, twenty eighteen. That's not bad. Not too bad. It was originally supposed to come out in November. Did he play year. Nino Kuni one? No, uh, it's yeah. it's oh, only good. I didn't. Is it good? I like Nino Kuni it's one. It's fabulous. I want to play, it's but it's good. I don't. I just I don't want to get out my PS three. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand That's how they haven't good. remastered it. That's what I'm saying. Like it if doesn't they, even if really they, need a remaster. Just like it's on PlayStation now, but I'm not it's streaming on, that. It's on 3DS. Wait, is it? Nino Kuni. Ah, but the, see, the problem is after watching the trailer and gameplay, it looks so gorgeous in HD. I don't, I don't know if I'd want to play it on the 3DS. I might be really worth it though. Maybe that's my favorite place to play Majora's Mask. That's fair. Um, both Life is Strange and Fez Pocket Edition launched on iOS. Uh, Fez is five bucks. Um, Life is Strange is two ninety nine for Episode One, and then Episodes two through five are eight ninety nine. Uh, in-app purchase would you i know you i doubt you bought it for ios but would you say that it's worth it at that price scheme the game as someone who played oh, totally. life is strange i love i love life is strange you i think, just don't know how the experience would be with touch controls tw- uh um, is that nine but twelve dollars is yeah, worth it totally um i mean then again you're just kind of moving around so you could just drag or move your finger in directions you're not really doing any action shooting and anything like that it might work actually pretty well um oh uh, i just read this while we were casting i'll uh, roll new and tasties also on ios and android for eight bucks oh it is yep just i, I just read that those. oh my god well that oddworld new and tasty came out like two years ago is it for real real yeah mm-hmm. uh, things that i don't notice anymore it was one of those games that was like in development for Wii U for what seemed like years, and then it came and out, then they... and everyone was like, okay, bye. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Moonch's Odyssey is out, too. Uh, so Calibur 5 was announced at the VGAs and is being developed for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, oh, that's actually kind of exciting. I enjoyed the Soul Cal games. Soul Calibur yeah, games are really good. Yeah. Actually, it looks really great. Yeah, I love Soul Calibur. Do you remember Soul Calibur two when you could be Link on the GameCube? Oh, oh so yeah, good. that was great. Yeah. Crazy shit. 
And that's then, all I got. Was it Soul Calibur 3 that you could be Yoda? Yeah, and everyone got super mad because he was basically like the odd job of Soul Calibur. He was Dude, just he too was short OG to hit. as shit. Yeah, you could not hit yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. For <laughs> but he looked so cool killing stuff. Do Do you have a, a favorite Soul Calibur um, character that you would use? Wasn't Darth Vader in it? Yeah. I feel like him just because I tended to pick him the most. True. Not because he was the best. Yeah. Honestly, the most Soul Calibur I played was two, and I was always Link. So, mm, so Link. Fair. So I guess Link. For me, Voldo, hundred percent. Dude, Voldo is creepy as shit, I and you know it. I love Voldo. <laughs> Voldo is messed up. Voldo is wrong. I love him. Voldo is everything wrong with that game. He's great, and he's like I can defeat <laughs> everyone. I'm wibbly wobbly. <laughs> I don't have bones. Well, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a good week. This has wow. been yes, a good week. Yeah. Next time you've spoken to me or heard from me, I will have definitely seen Star Wars Inkton. Star Wars and my life will be changed. I'll be a new man. You're gonna go see Star Wars? I'm also gonna see a Star Wars this weekend. I'm seeing a Star Wars tomorrow Star Wars night. Well. Nice. Are oh, you gonna see it before I am? No spoilers. I'm gonna I'm gonna text it. Wait, um, what time <laughs> are you seeing it, Tristan? Eleven fifteen. Oh, I'm seeing it at 11.36. So when I get out, I'll text you about it. You're doing late night, dude. Dude. It's well, it's Friday night. get tickets for. It's, yeah, it's the thing. Like, I tried. I did Saturday after. Like, I Saturday tried my evening. hardest to get tickets when they announced them on the interwebs. Wow. But AMC can't handle server load for dick. No, it can't. And their website Their is website just awful. broke for like four hours and I couldn't get in. By the time it loaded, all the tickets were gone. So It's horrendous. I, I finally caved and was like, you know what? I don't. I don't want to have to black out on the internet any longer than I need to. It, it, net don't worry about is that. going to do that for me. The internet will yeah, take care real. of the blackout for you after today. Fucking talk to your senators. So I got well, tickets. Uh, talk, talk. But this is not a discussion about net neutrality and the We're death not. of the internet. We're talking about Star Wars and how fun it is. So. Yeah, and it's going to be great. Go see Star Wars. Go see, Star, go see a Star Wars. Get yourself something fun. And also fucking call your senators. If you want to uh, talk to us about video games and or net neutrality, of which we are very vocal. Or uh, foilage. Or foilage. You can tweet at us, justice for Kevin hashtag, at pixelrader.com. You can also tweet at pixelrader with the same hashtag, justice for Kevin. Make sure it's a four instead of F-O-R. Uh, and if you do, there may be some good things in it for you. I can't really tell you what they are yet because I don't think that there's a plan. But uh, if you wanted to email us, we are on email. You can email us at podcast.pixelradar.com. We're on all the social media. Google it. We're there. Uh, for the time being, we are Googleable because of the death of the internet. doesn't matter. Um, does but matter. we really love you guys, and uh, it does matter. We really love you guys. If, uh, if you want to show your support, we are on Patreon. You may go and become a supporter of Pixel Raider. We do this out of the goodness of our hearts and time, and you can be a supporter. You can also write us a nice five-star review on iTunes. That goes a long way to sharing our podcast, or just tell your friends and family about us, and that will make our whole day and uh, Hanukkah and Christmas yes. delightful. So um, a very merry early holidays to you, and uh, we will be back at you next week in episode 95, just before Christmas. Hells yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.